ladies and gentlemen. It is great to be with you tonight on a Wednesday night out of nowhere. We decided to mix things up. We're going to go live for this week's three-man rush. I'm your boy Spencer, a.k.a. Mr. Fantasy. I got Jet Boyer here with me. I got James West of the West Report. This is three-man rush. Yes, indeed. It is three-man rush. It is great to be with you. Uh, we are going to be previewing the week three NFL. Uh, James, Tyler, how are y'all feeling after week two? Hey, all I got to say is I'm inching a little better. I've started off one and three. This past week was two and two. You know what that means. Three and one this week. Book it. He says he's due. He's due. Tyler, how about you? Man, you know, uh, by the way, missed you guys. I really was disappointed. We missed you, you too. Get on, man. So uh, glad me. to be back with the fellas. <laughs> Screw you, James. Ah. Um, hey, let's just also remember uh, scoreboard, James. So uh, three and one. I was three <laughs> and one last week. And uh, James uh, was, was helping me out there and let me know 11 yards from Purdy. And I would have been 4-0. Oh, you hate it. Oof. You hate to see it. it. But hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Right on. Well, uh, I went three and one last week as well. I remain at top at seven and one. Tyler at five and three. James at three and five. But we boys, we know we have a long season to go. And this is just getting started. I'm glad I'm off to a seven one start. But I, I won't lie, boys. I'm wondering if the other foot is going to fall this week. I'm a little nervous about my picks. But I have some. I have I have a couple in particular that I feel very, very confident. So without further ado, before we get into our picks, let's go ahead. Let's run down the sponsors. Let's thank them real quick. We got them on the left side of your screen here. Ghost pins. Make sure you check them out. Get those pins on your hats. Looking fresh to death. Co-work coffee. That is where you get your beans. Period. End of story. Get your grounds with co-work coffee. Mm. T-Box Texas, we love T-Box. We are out there every single Monday for our roundtables. Make sure you come hang out with us. Come say hello. We might even let you hop on for a second and, and drop a hot sports take. We, we've been open to that, right, Tyler? We have been open to that. So, I mean, hey, Morgan gives it every week. She sure does. She sure does. We love our girl Schwarber Morgan. Schwarber fan. Yeah, she's a big Kyle Schwarber fan. So, come out to uh, T-Box. You'll hang out with us. Morgan will take care of you. She's working the bar. It's going to be a great time. And then finally, our newest sponsor, one that we're very, very excited about. More stuff is going to be coming from them in the next coming weeks. But Bet Stamp, this is, uh, this is going to be our new gambling and betting uh, sponsor. James, Tyler, y'all want to talk about them for a sec? Dude, I now personally as a sports better, I love that stance. They just give you so many different sports books in local and regional areas for those guys like me and some some guys like you, Spence. Hey, man, we need to find that edge. So, for example, hey, man, I I pushed on the Action Network with Carolina at plus three, but hey, I found the odds for plus four and a half at Bet Stamps. <laughs> hey, Carolina cashed me. So I won Monday night with Carolina. So thank you, Bryce Young, and thank you, Bet Stamps, for finding me those odds. Right on. Yeah, yeah dude. Ahead, and also, and also, dude, for someone like myself, as y'all know, y'all been watching uh, Three Man Rush uh, 
not really big better. Not this is a little bit more out of my comfort zone. And so for someone like myself who doesn't really know all the websites to go check what the line is, because obviously we have our prop bets. I go go to Betstamp, man. They got all the odds there from pulling them from everybody. I don't got to worry about anything because it's all right there at my fingertips. Totally correct about that. We love the ease of access, easy to use interface. Betstamp, go check them out. And before we actually get into our picks, those are our sponsors. But I do want to plug something real quick. If you like the shirt I'm rocking, and why wouldn't you if you're a Texans fan, right? Anderson Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year 23. You love the design. I actually got a couple compliments on it uh, when I wore it today. I was, I was very happy with it. So if you buy this shirt and you post it on your story or social media before the end of the year, we will repost you. All right? So go get our merch at uh, athleticallydeclined.com. Go check out our merch site. It was down a little bit if you went there, but it is back now. So go check out our Athletically Decline merch. You got the Anderson Stroud shirt. You got a bunch of other ones. Go check out our merch. That's what makes this whole thing happen, and that's what gives you three-man rush. So without that, uh, with that, with hey, Spence, ado, can what, I can ahead. I can I interject here? Because because I'm feeling I'm feeling a little. Oh. I got the spirit of James West in me, and I'm He's feeling a little spicy. crazy. Ooh. Now, I'm not going to take my shirt off like the new episode of uh, West Report. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but if we can get five reposts this month, we will give away a free shirt. Oh, man. Ooh, that's you are feeling that's wild, big, man. Frisky. Man, you are. But you got to like, you got to tag somebody. And as always, yeah, follow and subscribe. There it is. Hey, they got me. Okay. And as <laughs> always. As always. Well, Man. boys, let's go ahead and get into this week's picks. Um, if you're just joining us for your first time here at Three Man Rush, we are in week three. Uh, what we do is we're going to give you four picks. We're going to give you a pick during the noon games, the afternoon games, all the primetime games. And then we're going to give you a fourth pick, which is going to be each of our favorite player prop for the week. All right. We have our records over here on the side. We're going to keep track of this all season long, and we will come up with a punishment. We haven't yet. We haven't locked it in yet, but we will lock in a punishment, and we'll let y'all know soon uh, about what we're going to do for the loser of the three-man rush season. So without further ado, I'm going to start off with James. James, kick us off for the noon slate. Who is your lock in the noon slate of games this week? Well, Spence, hey, man, thank you for giving me the first-round pick, man, dude. Of course, hey, I'm at the bottom, so I deserve the top pick. Hey, starting off, give me Vikings money line over the Chargers. Now, of course, we talked about this, Spence. There's a chance that one of these teams are going to go 0-3. And it's just – it is unreal. Both of these teams could easily be 2-0, and and now they're easily 0-2. It's weird to say one of these teams is going to be 0-3. Who's going to – Who's going to, you know, really suffer more either in the AFC West or the NFC North? I'm sorry, guys. I'm going with the Vikings um, easily just because I know, yes, Philly might have handled them early in the game, 27-7. But you see Kirk Cousins. You see Justin Jefferson. You see they can come back with ease. And, of course, not just this last game, but you saw what happened last year down what was it 33 nothing and they end up winning yeah it was against the Colts but still they could find a way to come back now of course the main thing I'm looking for for the Vikings to win this game cut down on the turnovers three turnovers in the first half versus Tampa and four in the first half against Philly please cut that out because you do not want to give the ball back to Justin Herbert who can just launch it with ease with Keenan Allen Mike Williams and even 
uh, Quentin Johnson. And then, of course, the only other reason why I'm going with Vikings, two reasons, of course, I'm going to give the home field skull. Give me the skull. <laughs> skull and then Austin Eckler's injury status. Oh, so those are my two reasons. But give me Vikings. Right now they were right now they're at plus one. So I'm okay with going with the money line. Yeah, that Austin Eckler news is very disappointing from a fantasy perspective. Because uh, yep. I'll tell you something. Everyone was hyping up Josh Kelly as some guy after week one, me, myself included. All right. I went out. I spent big fab dollars to get Josh Kelly to replace Austin Eckler, and he pooped the bed. I'm putting him back in Jag territory. I don't Ooh. care. I'm so mad about Ooh. it. Austin Eckler is – there's a big difference between Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly. I mean, that's obvious, but like in fantasy, that wasn't as obvious as it should have been in sure. hindsight. So um, I love the pick, James. Um, but man, that is crazy. Thinking about preseason, if you would have told someone that one of these teams is going to be 0-3, th- they would not have believed you. It's it's crazy sure. how quickly we have come in such a short period of time because that's it's going to happen unless we get a tie. Unless we get a tie. Ooh. If if that happens, then we'll have to give you a tie also. Yeah. We'll have to add that that. Third, that third little number on the side there and not a bow tie either <laughs> no, <laughs> no. are y'all bow tie guys Ooh, i used to be in high school i can tie bow tie oh that's okay impressive. that is impressive i'll give you mad I props for that. for that that, that is was, like when i was in high school my mom bought me a bow tie and it was a it was like a uh like a clip or whatever and i told her i said i'm not wearing a bow tie unless i can tie it and i was being sarcastic and she went and bought one and i I figured out how to tie that bad boy. That's hey, impressive for That's sure. That's like you get a gold star on your man card. Okay. It can still be revoked because you're sus at times, my guy. Love you. Very sus. But that while you've got it, it's got a gold star on it. I mean, here's the deal. I'm not very handy. And y'all will hear more about that here in the coming days on another podcast. But uh yeah, we'll make up of some way. I do have a question though, real quick, while I still have the floor. Uh Spence, can you kind of uh, Mr. Fantasy us for a minute and maybe give a little bit of a preview? Because there is something that's going to, I think, potentially affect this game. We have a new running back on this Vikings team now. Yes, we do. Good call out. Yeah, Cam Akers, the newest Minnesota Viking. Um, It's tricky. So I'm going to I'll give you this too. Um, same the same kind of logic. This is how I approach these kind of situations. Same logic applies to the Cleveland backfield as well. They re-added Kareem Hunt to that backfield now, right? So this is what I do. Whenever teams in season make moves to acquire other running backs, specifically running backs, wide receivers are a different you know position, so things are a little bit different. But at run the running back position, how I normally approach these things is the two guys that are rumored to be the starters. Let's let's stay here with. Um, with Minnesota, we got Madison and we got Acres now. I want shares of both of them. Anywhere I can get both of them, I want both of them on my roster. But both of them are going to sit on the bench until it becomes clear. And if one emerges, they're going to go in my lineup. If I have the other one, he's going back to the waiver wire. That's how I usually would approach the same. Same thing is going to apply for Cleveland too. Okay. I'd also like to, to point out two guys, and and I, I taught – was on with Asman today. Got to talk with him on Jet Boyer, and I brought up this rumor that's been going around. And I think I talked to y'all off off channel, but there's merit to this. And I'm starting to see on my end a lot of traction, kind of in like the the Jets Vikings like Twitter sphere that I did a little research on. There's a lot of traction. A lot of big guys start to talk about Kirk Cousins if this team moves to zero and three. 
God forbid, 0-4, that he could be available. And, and I'm talking, it's getting more traction than the Matt Stafford, which if you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have told you you're freaking crazy if one of the two are going to be on the chopping block. But, you know, I guess it does make sense if you're not going to bring him back and sign him to a long-term deal, you know, why not try and get like a late third, which is what uh, Jake uh, was saying that he believes he probably would would get Really? Just a late third? Just a late. Well, it's funny you say that. Richard Sherman on week two on Thursday Night Football brought that up. He thought of that as a as a great you know outlet for the Jets. If you want a quarterback, you think you can win now, why not give it to someone like Kirk Cousins? I just couldn't imagine that quarterback room. Let's just say you did trade for Kirk Cousins, and then next year you have – well, let's just say if Kirk was still on the team. You had like Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. That's your one. But he wouldn't be on the team. And that's the funny thing is everybody who I've seen talk about it, it is very clear that they are not stating he would be re-signed. So you would truly be having a guy coming out to play on a contender that, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I think, I'm not going to get into this, but they played a very good Cowboys defense last week a very good Cowboys offense last week. The the Jets defense was not firing on all cylinders. So I think once that defense get back to what we know it can be, that could be probably one of the better, if not the best defense that Cousins has ever played with. Right. Um, and yeah. you know, he could be, you know, showcasing who he is essentially for a playoff run to go get a bag and show he still got it. I mean, Tyler, Hey, for off the rails, quick question, make it yes or no. What if you didn't make the trade and let's just say, you won the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. You read my mind, James. <laughs> I just can't imagine. What would you do? So you it's have a, to sign Kirk Cousins. It's right? a very difficult thing because if you recall, he did the Jets dirty a few years ago. And I, I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. I really do like Kirk Cousins. I think Cousins is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. But, yeah, I, I, I'd be lying to you if I, if I said that I wouldn't be saying it would probably be smarter to, to sign Cousins because I – I think, yeah, if I got, I mean, same thing, Nick Foles for you guys. Like, uh, I mean, how do you not say keep Nick Foles and not, you know, don't get rid of Foles and give me Wentz when you want a Super Bowl with, with Foles? Why would you get, don't fix what ain't broken, right? Correct. And I, I would, I mean, but at the same time, man, that's tough, dude. That's hard. That's so difficult because Rogers is going to come back. I mean, he's going to come back. I mean, how old is how old is Kirk Cousins? Is not he like thirty five or thirty six? Because he's older, right? Uh, I don't think. I mean, he's... maybe he's not that old. Maybe I'm I'm tripping. Let's I see. don't know how old. It's worth a quick goal. Quick Google, real quick. He thirty five, right on the money. Thirty five years yeah. old. Yeah, thirty five. Because I remember him being a little bit older coming on Michigan State. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. Interesting yeah, dilemma. Interesting dilemma. I guess time will tell on that one. Hey, I'd be all for an NFL trade deadline. That was actually pretty exciting. That would be a fun change of pace for something that I think the NFL lags behind baseball and basketball in. What if what if O'Connell requested in that trade those Zach, Zach Wilson? That would be interesting. <laughs> well, Jets fans would be popping champagne like they won the Super Bowl already for that alone, wouldn't they, Tyler? Joe Doug <laughs> Joe Douglas would be all again, again taking a failed first round quarterback and turning him into something else. Yep, <laughs> oh Tyler. Since you still have the floor, go ahead and give us your noon pick. Who are you taking? So I'm going to come at you with a little bit of anger. As you know, AFC East, has, I'm just now I'm just out for blood at this point. If we're not going to win it, then no one's going to win it, all right? 
Give me the Washington Commanders oh. over the Buffalo wow. Bills. Oh, I will stick man. to my guns. Y'all know how I feel about Josh Allen. It's Philip Rivers. He's disguised, guys. Oh, my God. This guy. I believe that this defense, I mean, uh, Edwards, the loss of Edwards is being shown on that defense, guys. It just is. I, I, I see the chink in the armor. And I want to – I can't believe I even be saying this, bro, but give me some Sam Howell, baby. Give me some – Give me that UNC Tar Give me some 27 for 39 against a good defensive back group in Denver. Give me mm-hmm. 299 yards for two tutties and zero interceptions, bro. Spreading that love around with five receptions to a, a – to a receiver, three, three, two, three, three, spread in the love. I, it's not good for fantasy, but definitely not. Seeing a quarterback get get their players involved. I'm not saying this man's Brady, but man, like Brady does did that stuff, right? Like you, you'd have Welker, you'd have you know your Edelman's, yeah, your Crocs, your Danny Amendola's. You getting you you got your Hogan's, and they're all getting the ball. They're all getting the ball, right? I love to see it, bro. I love to see it. And I think, again, that's a selfish style of football. And I think that's what Eric Bieniemy brings to that team as an offensive coordinator. I think that's what it is. You're seeing it, too, with the backfield. Brian Robertson having a great game. I know that, you know, we're on the fence, again, from a standpoint of of uh, fantasy that we don't really know what, which one of those backs are kind of going to be the shareholder. But, you know, 18 carries, 87 yards, two t- touchdowns. I mean, that's not a, that's not a bad line. I'll take that all day long. I think you're going to see a little bit more Curtis Samuel in this next game. I'm going to give you a little little bit of a of a maybe a hot take, a little bit of a thing I'm going to lay out there. But I think it's good defense. I think the enemy's doing a good job with Sam Howell because I I don't think anybody would have foreseen Sam Howell doing this well to start the season. I don't know what y'all's take is on that, but I sure didn't. Um, I was, I was, I'm not going to pretend I saw like a two and start for Sam Howell coming, but I was a fan of his coming out of college. I thought he was a lot better than, you know, the fifth round pick he ended up becoming. Um, and I think he definitely has some tools there and we'll see. I think it's way too early to make any crazy statements on him for me. Um, but I, you gotta be encouraged with what he's, with what he's done so far. Yeah, definitely. Hey, you you could be a crazy man and take the money line, but I am taking Commanders plus six and a half. Of course, at home, I love the defense. You know me. It's in the trenches. You got, you know, Allen, Deron Payne, Sweat, and then Chase Young. You got those guys. So I like this defense. You know, they played uh, they played well against Arizona. Didn't do as well against Denver, but, hey, didn't, didn't allow the two-point conversion. I like Sam Howell. I feel like you know who's going to be Sam Howell 2.0 cuz it's going to be Spencer Rattler. Not like in the talent, but he could have been a first round pick but everything yeah. dropped. Sure. So, yeah, I like Commanders uh plus 6 and a half. Though. I don't know about money. Like, and you got to remember remember too with these two good running backs. Oh yeah. The Buffalo Bills allowed the Jets to, to have Brees Hall have a field day on them on, on oh, Monday Night Football. So that's just something to keep in mind. We, mm-hmm. We've seen them already give up over 100 yards to a running back. And I got to give you credit, Tyler, because we would have let you have the spread. We would have. And, and you were like, no, you want that money line. I it, it gives you – there's no risk and reward to that. You're just being ballsy and calling your shot. No matter how this pick turns out for you, you have my respect for it. 
but the Bills are going to destroy the Commanders. <laughs> After all, I, 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 we and you have very different opinions on the Bills, and we won't, we won't chase the rabbit too much on that. But I, I, you have my respect. That's a that's a that's a bold pick. And I can't say too. I, I I will to to what you're saying. Say that I have now maybe seen that maybe it is just the jaded Jets fan in me because mm-hmm. Asman, I asked him that because we had that conversation and he said as much like, yeah, maybe it's just because we see them twice a year that we're just not afraid of them. I mean, let's be honest. Zach Wilson goes into your house and beats you. Do you really think you're be scared of that look. person? Not That's a good look. not a good, not a good look, look at all. I, I get where you're coming from. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll wrap up the noon slate of games. So I'm, I'm calling out fraud alert. All right. My pick is based on fraud alert, y'all. I do not think the Atlanta Falcons are going to be a 3-0 and football team. So for that, I am going to watch your mouth over there. Sorry. I know they signed the paychecks for you, James. Do we need to bleep that out for you, James? You mean put like a black border around you so they don't know Definitely. who you are? Man. <laughs> Sorry, man. The, the Falcons, I, I just don't see this team – that has you know played very well through two games. Um, I did not pick them to beat the Packers, um, and they did, and they they came back. and And Desmond Ritter has impressed me a bit. I think he's playing very well within his role as a game manager. But this team, this they're not going to be able to keep up with the Lions with the style of football that they play. They are committed to running the ball essentially every single down. Just look at Kyle Pitts's target numbers if you totally. need to get a bigger story than that to illustrate that. But also, this is also a, a, a Lions. Um, this is a pro-Lions pick as well. I, obviously, that's who I'm going with. But I think now, unfortunately, David Montgomery getting hurt is, is going to affect things a little bit. But that, to me, this is finally going to force them to unleash Jameer Gibbs. I think this is the Jameer yeah. Gibbs coming out party. I think... The Lions go up early. I think they stay up. And when Desmond Ritter, again, I, I know he's played well, but when Desmond Ritter is going to be asked to lead a comeback, I don't think he's going to be ready for it. So give me the Lions money line uh, over the Falcons. Dude, I, I agree. It. I agree. I, I also agree. There's no way the Falcons should be 3-0 and after three games. And if they somehow pull this out, holy crap. Yeah, before we move to the afternoon slate, let's let's just entertain something while we're we're talking about the Falcons. Let's say I'm wrong, you know. You I'm not perfect. I'm going to get some picks wrong. I'm not going to only have one pick wrong the whole rest of the season. I'm going to get some picks wrong between now and then. Let's so let's say I'm wrong. And let's say there's a possibility here in James close your ears, but there's a possibility here that we could have 3 3 and 0 teams in the NFC South after this week. How 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 would that make y'all feel if we saw that? Because it's possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's on the table. Saints, Man. Falcons, and Bucks all looking to go to three and zero this week. That would be so unreal for me. But then it would also kind of it would remind me of last season. How, for example, the NFC and the AFC East had the easiest schedules, and so then you had like the NFC beast. And, of course, this year, the NFC and the AFC South have the weakest schedules. That It, it would still be weird for me. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's, it's insane, insane that that's possibly on the table. It's, it's crazy. And let's be honest, too, though. Like, of all these teams, and, I, and it's, it's, it's insane that I'm about to say this. I think the Saints are the biggest fraud of all of those teams that are two and those. Interesting. And the reason I say that is, guys, like, let, let's, let's, just, let's be real honest. They're winning these games in spite of Derek Carr. 
you are damn right. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah, what's totally. terrible for to, to for me to think about because like who's their backup? You're you're gonna trust Taysom Hill? No. Give you the keys I'm, to Jameis freaking with you get, Winston. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Because if you look at the Falcons, at least they have Heineke as a backup, right? I'm a big Heineke fan. I think oh, they're yeah, eventually going to give it over to Heineke. And I think Taylor Heineke, I think he's a dog. I think that dude went toe-to-toe with freaking Tom Brady in a year they won a Super Bowl and just went after him. He was the closest one to beating him that year. He was. Pat Mahomes it, got cooked in the Super Bowl never, that year. No no playoff experience, and, and I know that that kind of I get into that more. Spence, we've talked about that than, than you do, but dude, that's hard, bro. Like that's the closest to playing in a in a high stakes college football playoff environment because that that that's what I would think of of that atmosphere being loud, like that you're gonna see, and you know, obviously other than a Super Bowl, but and you went in there your first time, and you went against a goat. Mm-hmm. And you played that well, but and then and again, like the Buccaneers with, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Baker. I like Baker. I like Baker playing well. Um, and again, I mean, this team should be playing well, guys. The Buccaneers should be playing well. This is a team that removed Brady. You still have weapons. There are still good weapons on this team. It's not like you just lost, you know, two top wide receivers. Yeah, my you thing with Bucks though was coming into the year, I saw the same defense that I saw last year, yeah. oh, and yeah. that was a defense. The year they won the Super Bowl was elite, and then just one year removed, they pretty much brought back all the same guys, and they were actually terrible. They were. And so I just don't know what Bucks defense I'm going to get. And so through two games, looking great, obviously, but I think I still just think that inconsistent Bucks defense is still there. But I will say this: I'm I'm very happy for Baker Mayfield right now. I'm so happy for him right now. And look, I'll say this, like I, Tyler, I know you don't like him, but I do think Todd Bowles, I don't think he's a terrible head coach. I don't. I, look, I don't I don't dislike Todd Bowles. I want to re- reiterate like correct myself. That was and that's no I I said that. You you just have always said that he is a coordinator, not a head coach. Correct. He's a better coordinator than he is a head coach. Yes, I th- I think he's a he's a passable head coach, and I I think he's done a good job, especially through with this year, like through two games. I know just two games, but he's done a good job with that Tampa Bay team this year. And I'd even say last year, again, considering how bad that defense was. Now that is his side of the ball, and he did have Brady on the other side. That's probably why they got to the playoffs. That's fine, but there's a reason why they they were like hand grooming this guy to be the next guy after Arians. So yeah, I I agree with you. I, I I I will say this. I think Bowles has always done a very good job. He's very composed. He's a very composed head coach. You're not going to really see him get super crazy emotional. And I think that can be good for some teams. And I've seen yes. some teams can thrive off of that because he's with a consistent. quarterback like Baker Mayfield. I think that's exactly what he needs. He's consistent. Yeah. And when you got guys like Jonathan Gannon talking about fires in your guts, like you need guys that can be consistent, right? (laughs) Yeah, definitely so. So, all right, let's go on to the afternoon slate and let's just get this out of the way real quick, boys. Please, quick. Let's, there's only three afternoon games. We each made a pick from each one. And honestly, there really wasn't anywhere for us to go. Fans, we're sorry. We're all taking a favorite here. I'm going Chiefs. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Sorry. Don't you do me dirty. I read the list wrong. I read the list wrong. I'm sorry. 
Tyler is going Chiefs. And James, you are going Seahawks. Yep. All right. So we're taking all the chalk picks. Okay. Every single one is taking the chalk picks. However, like we were just talking about with the noon games, let's live in a world for a sec where we are wrong. Okay. Which one of us, like which one of these underdogs in this game do y'all think is most likely to pull off the miracle? I'm going to go first. I'm going to go. I'll, I'll take Chicago Bears. Uh, it's weird for me to say. Interesting. I, I don't. I, I have just not been impressed with Carolina's offense the first two games of the season. They're barely – I mean, yeah, they scored 17 the last game, but they should have only scored nine. They're barely averaging, in my opinion, 10 points a game. Going all the way to the West Coast, I know Seattle screwed me week one, losing to Puka and Cooper Cup Jr. and Stafford and all them bad boys at the Rams. But luckily, hey, the Seahawks got their act together, beat Detroit – in Detroit, and so coming back home, you can't. You don't want to start off zero and two at home, and it's it's just one of those things with rookie quarterbacks where it's like you understand it, Spence. Right, you're C.J. Stroud, you're zero and two. Bryce Young, you're zero and two. Richardson, he, luckily he had to play a rookie. If not, he would have been zero and two. So it's just one of those things. That that's that's a valid point. Uh, my pick though. I actually think, and it goes directly against my pick, but I actually think the Cardinals have the best chance of these afternoon slates to pull the upset. I do. And let me tell you why. I, I've been thoroughly impressed with Josh Dobbs and his performance through two games. I, I, I thought the dude didn't belong on a roster. He's definitely proven that wrong. He belongs in the NFL in a backup role, of course. But I actually think this Cardinals team is a lot feistier than people realize. And this happens every single year. The, the team that we anoint before the season that they're going to be the number one overall pick, they're going to be picking first, is never the team that is the worst. It never, ever falls that way. Ever. So, I see, and I see a Cardinals defense that is actually play, playing pretty good. They're actually playing pretty good. All right? And cornball he may be, Jonathan Gannon. He did have some good defenses there in Philly. I think we know. Now, I know a lot of Eagles fans. No, don't, don't, don't talk about it, dude. Well, they, a lot of Eagles fans hate on Jonathan Gann. They think they were a good defense despite him. Maybe that's true to an extent. Nonetheless, I, I'm, I'm the type that I like to give credit to where it's due. And I think if he's the coordinator, he has the title, he deserves at least some level of credit. Is that fair, James? It is very fair until the second half of the Super Bowl. Other than that, hey, it was fair all season. <laughs> and and that's fair. And that's fair. But I think the Cardinals, again, the Cowboys are my pick. Let's be clear on this. Be you all know, I'm I'm basically a closet Cowboys fan at this point. <laughs> but I do think, and the Cardinals are at home also. The other two are on the road. Okay. And I have that. Uh, that's another factor for me as well. In Glendale, Arizona, we, we'll see. And, and you know, all it takes for these games to flip upside down is just a couple turnovers. You never yeah, know. Definitely. Dak, Ooh, he's, he's got a pick. tendency to throw some some picks. We know this. So. We need to see it, man. We um, need one. But, yeah, but Tyler, what, what would you be your pick? Who who you think is the the best underdog of this under of this uh, afternoon slow? So, I'm actually. It's funny. We're all going to pick different picks because I. As much as I don't want to pick Carolina, I'm going to pick Carolina. And the reason the reason I'm going to pick Carolina is because the Seahawks have quite a bit of injuries, guys. I don't know if y'all realize, but like again, it, it's only it's only Wednesday as of recording. 
But Kobe Bryant didn't practice. Uh, DK Metcalf didn't practice. Darren, Jaron Reed didn't practice. Will Disley didn't practice. Tariq Woolen didn't practice. Devin Bush didn't practice. This looks like today. Man, I learned Devin Bush. Are, are, are we are we going to start? Are we going to get a call up to start this week for Seattle? I yeah. mean, you get what I'm saying. I I I think if you're going to beat this team as a rookie quarterback, I mean, going to the twelfth man. I think that's going to be the way you're going to do it. I I don't think Chuba Herbert's really gotten going. I think Miles Sanders has really like left, you know, kind of left a little bit to be desired. And I think that he's, we had higher expectations. Vince, I know you, you kind of some high hopes for, from a fantasy perspective. And I, I think Miles Sanders is going to give us something. And Hayden Hurst has looked pretty solid and had a pretty decent connection with, uh, with young. So I don't know. Let's, let's give the kid a shot. Let him go into the 12th man. Let Gino make some mistakes with a banged up crew and, you know, let uh, let the freaking uh, NJ try and make up for for DK being out and see if he can get uh, acclimated. If he is indeed out again, this is just going off of the Wednesday practice report, and DK did get banged up in that game. So you wouldn't want to switch your pick to the Panthers? Yeah, you can do it. Go for it. What are you talking about? You? If you want, and you made a great case. If you want to go ahead and switch your pick to the Panthers, be our guest. You can go two what? two six point underdogs. Yeah, go for it. If you want to, it's totally it's up what, to, what, up to what you. What are y'all talking about? You we're we're allowing you to change your pick if you want to, from the from the uh, the Chiefs to the the Panthers. Oh, if you want to, I'll take it. Yeah, give it to me. Really, I'm Just feeling spicy six point underdog guy tonight. All right, okay, I like it. I, I mean, like it. It's Tyler going double bold. I I, I got to respect it. Here's the thing, and this is something that me and Spence have, when we started AD, one thing that we said that we were going to always do, if we were going to come at you guys with some type of off-the-wall thing, we were going to give you merit to it. We were at least going to be able to, from a, from a standpoint of common sense and some stats, be able to present a case. And I'm presenting a case. There you go. It's such a great case that you 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 send your pick. Now, Spencer, hey man, for for you before you start, we did get a comment. One of our favorite sports betters, Angel kicks balls himself. He's gonna parlay our Chiefs, Cowboys, and Seahawks picks. Thank you, Angel. Uh, I don't think I mean I don't think those odds are gonna be very good considering how favored all three of them are. But I know he'll, he'll probably get minus two hundred. I mean, probably but, free money though. Are, are we are we forgetting the case that anything Angel bets football related it goes the opposite way for all of us? So like, what true. are y'all talking about? That bro? is true. Angel, Ooh, I'm gonna change my pick right now, bro. For <laughs> <laughs> real. Oh, we love you, Angel. Can't wait to hear from you soon, man. All right, let's move on to our prime time showdowns, boys. I'll let take Tyler this take one. the first one. Oh, you want? Hey, you want Tyler? I got a little right, something let's go for ahead you. That's it. That's all I get. That was tight. Uh, can I request to have the CBS one put in there just because, like we did several roundtables ago, when we power ranked our, our theme songs, um, I, CBS was number one for me. James, you were not on that roundtable. Just quick, off the top of your dome, top three um, best uh, NFL theme songs. 
like Fox, CBS, Monday Night Football, I'm, Sunday I'm, Night. I'm going. I'm going NBC Sunday Night Football. Ain't yeah. no way. That's I'm number bum, one. Bum, bum. I'm with you. Definitely, definitely CBS number two. And then give me, give me, screw, screw the the new ESPN. Give me the old ESPN Monday Night Football. Hank Williams. Are you ready for some football? Yes, Just, that's the true goat. That true that is goat. the true goat. It yes. is. Hank freaking Williams. We oh, love it. And he would always like Carrie Underwood is good, but Hank Williams came up with way better rhymes than Carrie Underwood oh, does. Yeah. Way better rhymes. Somehow Anyways, he every opponent with the song. I'm like, yeah. He was great at it. Hank Williams goaded. Absolutely. Tyler, go ahead and start us off with your primetime picks. Guys, I'm coming at you with these primetime prime time picks. Chuck. The 49ers. We will – come on, James. We, got, we cannot give him a hard time for this pick after what he just did these last two. Okay. That's he, he has, again, he has earned our respect. Chiefs money line – or I'm sorry, 49ers money line at – very chalky, but hey, man, Thursday night games get ugly real quick. They get ugly real quick. And what did we learn about this Giants team last week? They could start the game owned to down 28 points. <laughs> because the reality of the situation is it's still a good team. Like I, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stand by the fact that it's Brian Dable. I, I trust Brian do. Dable. Put me on and that train with you. You're gonna come de- back from what you did against that team when you could have just let your morale, I mean, just freaking die. Let's just be honest. My Jets try to do that. That wouldn't happen, bro. They'd be dead. They lay over. They need a freaking somebody to go out there and freaking repair the thrusters on that jet. Like it's <laughs> would not be good. Okay. So I, I like it, bro. I mean, they got fight. I mean, Danny Dimes, like that dude. I don't know about y'all, but y'all like watch that any of that game, like just kind of his demeanor. I did. That, that dude is like a stone wall. Like, ain't nothing getting through that dude. He is like, he he just don't see nothing phases him. And like, him. I, I, I remember guy. the Saquon Barkley injury. I bro. wish Saquon's ankles that's, were stone that's gotta, wall. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. I mentioned yes, that. You're right. You gotta mention the Saquon Barkley injury. Um, but you're going 49ers, so I guess that kind of plays for your pick, anyways. Yeah, you were just giving credit where it's due for Brian. Yeah, I mean, I know also, that's your boy, Brian Dable. I know that's your boy. I love me some Brian Dable, bro. I'm salty. Like, I wish he would have came out the year that Sala was looking for, came over us, because I would have, I mean, I love my boy Sala. So I would have rather, so I would have rather think had Dable's that a better head coach than Sala. Yes, I do. Oh, I like that. Interesting take. Good. Because of the way that the NFL is going, I think that the that the head coaches that have an offensive background, those are the ones that are consistently in the playoffs look at zach taylor again mcdermott he had dable so i mean i'm kind of like splitting hairs at that point but you can look at that mcdermott's I mean, a defensive guy though right that's what i said he had Dable. oh yeah though. yeah so i said we're splitting hairs there but i mean you know if you want to put the dolphins in there with you know mcdaniels last year but you get what i mean i mean they're it's just how how, how it's been shaking out here lately yeah no i, I think that's true i think really the only and, and I say this as someone who D'Amico Ryan's I truly believe in and will be a great head coach. I, I but I agree with what you're saying because the only defensive guys that I can think of off the top of my head that are like bona fide, legitimately great head coaches, and no one can dispute that is of course the goat, Belichick, defensive guy, and Mike Vrabel. Mike oh, Vrabel Mike gets Vrabel's. his teams ready to play every single week. Um fun fact, he's actually from the Bill O'Brien coaching tree. So, you know. That's a very successful coaching career right you, there. You can't forget Tomlin. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Tomlin as bit, well. But still has, you know, historically in, in our generation, somebody who shows up there a lot. Yep. Hey, I like it. 49ers mm-hmm. money line for you, Tyler. 
James, where are you going on Monday night? I think I have a feeling, but let's go ahead and hear it. There's a man that was from Channel V, Texas. He went to Alabama, and he went to Oklahoma. He was drafted in the second round. I didn't give him any credit, and no one else did. His name is Jalen Hurts Too Good. Hurts, Hurts, Hurts. Hurts Too Good. I'm sorry. It was just, it was just right in the moment. Hey, if audience. if you're a AD fan, you know. If you know, you know. You know. What I mean, if if you know what that reference is to, you a real one. We appreciate you if you know. One of the all time greatest interactions was between two people on our show that we <laughs> ever had unscripted. Oh man, I love it. All right, so yeah, Eagles, no surprise there. Jump into it, yeah. So actually, matter of fact, I will pick Eagles money line. I think they'll start three and zero the season. But I actually got locked in the Tampa Bay plus five and a half, only because of two reasons. One, you started off sixteen and zero versus New England, only won by five. Then you started off twenty seven to seven against Vikings, you only won by six. I just feel like Philly will just do what they just do now. It just seems like I know they're still trying to figure out what their new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson. The passing game is a little shaky at first when the first half, but I feel like Jalen and the Eagles top to bottom are just a better roster than than um, Tampa Bay. Of course, it is on the road, so, you know, hey, at least it won't be rainy. Hopefully, Hopefully it don't rain in Tampa like it did in to Alabama and South Florida. That was horrible for me to watch, but I'll take I'll take Eagles money line, but I will take the Tampa Bay five and a half spread. I feel like this game, as I mentioned to you, Spence, Philly will somehow be up 15 nothing, and then all of a sudden it's 21 to 20. And I'm like, what the hell? But hey, yeah. guess what? I go two and oh then. It's interesting. I I, I want to see if there's any kind of like study or research done on how teams perform the following season that they lose not only one coordinator but the Eagles lost both of their coordinators in a single offseason and I'm pretty sure that's happened before I'm sure some of those Patriots teams I feel like they were getting their coordinators poached every single season I I wonder if there's any case studies about how that team performs the next year now that I say that though I bet the the Patriots just being the anomaly they are with everything just like Mm -hmm. doesn't matter who's the coordinator there Brady and Belichick are there who cares that, that's an interesting thought, though, because I hadn't considered about how they are trying to rebuild their systems on both sides of the ball in a in a way. Of course, you, your system's based around the players you have, of course, but you know what I'm saying. Like, Correct. The yeah. brand new playbooks, brand new schemes and concepts from two guys. I, that's a very valid point. Um, Didn't the Patriots lose O'Brien and Patricia in the same year when he went to Alabama the first time? Or No, he went to, no, he, he he went to Penn Houston. State. Yeah, and then, Penn State, Houston. I I want the one I'm trying to think of is when Josh McDaniels left for yeah, no, Broncos way back in the day, mm. and I felt like maybe Romeo Cornell left that same year as well. Uh, we'd have to do some Cleveland? research, was but this is some, this is, uh, that's an interesting topic. We'll have to look into that maybe for maybe for a chasing rabbits, mm. maybe perhaps. Well, if the fans want it, we will give it to them. It's about to be rabbit hunting season, yeah. wabbits. Hey James, I want to ask you a question, yeah. man. I want to I want to get into the weeds with the with with you know the Eagles. Let me let me hop in the nest real quick and tell me something. There ain't no eggs. What uh, what is with this Eagles team? Like like not trying to rile you up. Like truly, that like, it seems that they just can't close these games like they were last year. 
is do you feel like that that has to do i mean I, i've seen some stuff around like maybe that has to do with the loss of uh guard uh gardner J- johnson johnson right? yeah cj yeah and and that that guy that he was just a little was holding that backfield down a little bit tighter you know with how he played alongside slay than what maybe people were giving him credit for is there you think there's any merit to that or do you have like you know maybe something as you watch all these games probably at, like i watch the jets games so I'm uh, first off, I'm like you said. Hey, we lost m- most to all of our linebacker core last season, and then of course with CJ Garner Johnson. You know, I, I hate that we didn't get weren't able to re-sign him, and now he's only on like a one year with Detroit. I feel like we could have just signed him, but definitely those two factors play in. Obviously, of course, we have you know Nicobe Dean, young guy, as our new middle linebacker but now he's out so now we're like really thin in the linebacker position i know we even have cunningham from houston and but i also think it's also the defensive coordinator position i he only coached defensive coordinator one year and that was with buffalo or not buffalo Mm -hmm. that was with chicago so now he's as an eagle it's one of those things and i think also um the back burner that no one's paying attention to is the uh like defensive coach assistant patricia with the court with the cornerbacks uh, there's just something that ain't working and i know slay brought it up back in the day in detroit and now he says it's all under the water but right now everyone's catching everything over the bridge and Man. like like you we all seen mac jones and kirk Cousins have just been carving us up what do i expect from baker mayfield to throw it to mike evans and godwin like like I said, but like I told Smith, Eagles will be up 15 nothing, and I'll be like, okay, we're going to run away 30-3. to I just don't think that Tampa defense is going to be able to contain that. that Because the, the Eagles offense really has like – I don't think, honestly, like we, we talked about it on the roundtable on Monday about teams opening up their playbooks. I think the Eagles have been very vanilla. Because very they, haven't, vanilla. they haven't needed to open up the playbook yet. I think they still have a lot that they can do. Right, yeah, I totally agree. Do you and, think that they're still trying to figure out how to run two dominant, or let's say potential, two very like useful running backs? Because I mean, that's a no. very good running back room. And Rashad Penny, when healthy, I mean, had some stints when, where he, yeah, yeah, right. But granted, you know, went on the field. He's healthy now. Has, looks great. Yeah. And, no. and then having Swift, having Gainwell, I mean, having Scott, like you got a lot of backs back there, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, no, honestly, so I, I don't think that is the issue. I know the issue with, with actually with like Swift. And now, of course, Swift had a brilliant, great game, career high in rushing yards against hell. I think we could have rushed for 50 yards at least on that Vikings defense. But the issue with the Philly right now is we're not we're not capitalizing on the RPO as well. Um, with the with the blocking schemes and of course every time DeAndre Swift's in, they blitz. I I don't know if you the Vikings are damn blitz and they didn't yeah. get a flip. Well, they knew they knew how he Brian was. Flores, he bro. was in pass protection last year. Yeah, That's the like, thing they saw him in Detroit. They know he's not the strongest pass blocker. Yeah, they know, and it's and it's showing. It's almost yeah. It's and you know I'm I'm not gonna blame our guys, but I feel like. Like you said, the playbook's vanilla, and I feel like right now, seeing how it's going, I feel like the guys are acting like they're Golden State, where it's like, hey, we can just find a way to to go under the rug, get a couple dubs, get to the playoffs, and we'll strap it up. I don't like that in football because, you know, man, you 
got it. You got to be on all shooting on off all yeah. cylinders. But right, I totally agree. The RPO scheme is not working for right now with Jalen through Brian Johnson's system. The pass block with the running backs is just not working out. But w- hopefully, because you know what's going to happen. You know, you know. At first, I used to think this team could go like four and three, maybe the first seven. But looking at how the schedule's falling. I can see us go easily seven and zero. Now, can they? Yeah, but it's gonna be tough. I can see us going seven zero before the bye, and then when we gotta go through that gauntlet with Dallas, Buffalo, 49ers, and Dallas again, that'll be fun. So, but before we go on to our next primetime picks, and we will get there, uh, do you think, James, that if Jalen Hurts actually, you know, took his took the snap from the center like a normal quarterback, that that could improve the offense? <laughs> We got here. You know, uh, here. I'm gonna show y'all something. Oh man, don't show me the. Oh good lord. He, he he's acting like the guys on Thursday Night Football. This is a normal quarterback here, right? Normal quarterback. Hunt, hunt, hunt. Right, right. This is Jalen Hurts. <laughs> man, he looked like me after I'd freaking down a few Taco Bells. You know what I mean? Man. It probably has nothing to do with anything. It's just an observation I've made, like watching like football all day long. Like Jalen Hurts, I know you squat a lot, bro, but like you don't need to be down that low to get the snap. <laughs> Dude, you're totally right. He could probably get off an extra step if he just did it like the normal. Maybe way. so. This day, the streets are talking about it, man. The streets are talking about it. All right, Tyler. It's you know. Serious. Yeah, it's you, but but Spence, I want to just say to your credit, you know, you were talking about the defense of the Vikings. You called that from the very beginning about people slept on the hire of Brian Flores, which I didn't realize at the time that that he had gotten over there. And, and I definitely agree with you and doing Brian Flores things and what he does with defenses. That that defense would blitzes a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the other side of that though, like I, I don't want to take a victory lap on that because their defense statistically has been as bad as normal, but that's, I think that's a personnel thing. I don't think that's a Brian Flores thing for sure. No, yeah. I mean, they lo- they've lost guys, but I mean, he's working with what he's got. Right. Right. So my final pick, the primetime games, um, I'm going to go a little bold. I feel like I've, I've kind of been taking some easy picks this week, especially, especially my All Cowboys pick. That's just like chalk. Right. So I'm gonna give you an underdog. I'm gonna give Ooh, you an underdog wow. this week. Okay. Sunday Night Football features the Raiders and the Steelers. Ooh. And I just, I, both these teams, whole lot of mid. I'm gonna, I'll say that about this game. Whole lot of mid, but it should be a fun game. And this is a game to me, I think it's going to come down to coaching. And bruh, are we really going to pretend that Josh McDaniels has any chance of out-coaching Mike Tomlin? I'm going to say no. No chance. Cap. No chance. So... I, I get it. I, probably quarterback play probably leans Raiders, but I think Kenny Pickett. He he has not shown the flashes that he showed last year. He's yeah. been or his whole career, right? <laughs> oh, preseason he, looked good. There's there's a good version of Kenny Pickett that has not showed its face yet, and I think we can get that in on the bright lights on Sunday Night Football in Vegas against the Raiders. The Raiders. But I think the steel curtain comes strong. I think TJ Watt, I think he's been hearing some, I think he's been seeing a lot of Micah Parsons being the best defensive player in the year, uh, in the league talk. So he's been hearing the chatter. 
Hey, I think TJ he's scored that touchdown to win me some money on yeah. last Monday. So thank he's going to have a big, big impact. That whole Steelers defense is going to be good. I, I love the Steelers money line. Um, this will be in my parlays on Sunday. I 100% will be in my parlays. Just about, I'm going to try to stick this one on every single one of my parlays. I feel very, very good about it. And now I will say with the Steelers, you know, third game now being a two, two and a half point underdog. So, of course, one and one right now. I want to see what Minka Fitzpatrick's injury results are because I know he, he actually took that one hit. To, I think he was the one that hit Chubb. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Chubb. RIP. That was terrible. That sucked. But. But can I, uh, you know, honestly, let me, give me, let me get off a quick take here. And I'm going to sound like a dick for this, but I'm just going to, I'm going to just have a quick take and y'all tell me what y'all think about this. Yes, that injury was bad. I feel horrible for Nick Chubb. But can I be honest, man? Like, I, th- I think I've seen way worse injuries than that one. People were talking about, like, ESPN didn't even show the replay. I think they could have showed that replay. They could have showed that I'm replay. Being, I'm just being honest. I didn't think it was that bad. Until, until anyone is Louisville shooting guard Kevin War. Who just jumping God, in for dude. a three point, and then his what is that a fibula? Fibula? Yeah, his leg yeah. essentially exploded, and his bone <laughs> exposed. Yeah. Until then, yeah, could have showed that replay. Yeah, and, I'm with and, you. And the the DAC injury was looked worse than that. That one, they were on a freaking <laughs> oh, yeah, loop, and they and they had the Fox Sports theme music, uh, the injury themes. Yeah. On the piano. Why well, do they? Why does Fox do that? No other news <laughs> uh, uh, broadcasting for the NFL does that. They have their own injury music. Man, maybe <laughs> I need to be, just go like, work like, for Fox, bro. Like, with Joe all Bob, usually just like, oh, we'll be right back after this, and they just kind of like fade out, with no audio in the background. Same thing for CBS. They kind of just fade out. Fox, they just got to put that. <laughs> and it's like all soft and low why why are you putting injury music in the broadcast i don't get it i don't get it. but you're right that DAC one was way worse than the chart i don't know that was just one thing that kind of just again i know i sound like a dick saying that but i'm just being honest like i've seen way worse injuries in my nfl fandom than that totally agree you're saying some something that uh with the with the oakland thing you know have you? Whoa, whoa! Yo, that's Have offensive you- to the Las Vegas community. You guys are saying, oh, um, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm so whoa. sorry, Las Vegas. My bad. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode on AD Sports without Tyler. Goofing <laughs> hey, I didn't get name wrong yet. I almost did the, a, a little while ago. But have y'all noticed how bad Josh Jacobs has been freaking running the football? Do you realize that he has rushed the football for? Um, if I remember correctly, 20 attempts at under 50 yards. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, though, Najee Harris. It, him, J- Najee Harris versus Josh Jacobs. Alabama <laughs> running back mid-off on Sunday night football on the way, baby. <laughs> Is Josh Dude. Jacobs and, and Najee Harris battling out to see which one of them can become Trent Richardson first. Is that what we're trying to do oh, here? God. <laughs> a blast from the past. That guy, that guy dude, got a first more running pick. back, more Alabama running back puns, man. God, God dude. Freaking, <laughs> I, I will never forget that. That was back in, in my days of being able to root for two teams because of my, my luck obsession. And I remember when that trade happened and I can, I can just imagine Andrew Luck being like, Oh yeah, it's going to be so great. And then it's like, yeah, where the hell? Y'all said y'all got me a running back. 
quick <laughs> fantasy story about that. So the the day that happened, all right, there was a guy in one of my leagues, and at this time I was playing fantasy very consistently, but I wasn't in nearly as many as I was. So the guy in my league that had uh that had Trent Richardson traded him like the day that that, that happened, like after the news came out, he traded him that day because the person on the other side who is one of my best friends and he's one of the most he's one of the best fantasy football players i i play with i've played with him for like 15 years seems his name's Corey. shout out Corey, you're my boy um i don't know if he's watching but if he does shout out to him he's very good fantasy football player but this is his biggest mistake he traded doug martin straight up after that news came out and this was prime doug this is prime muscle hamster days mm. traded him straight up for colts uh, trent richardson and it just tanked him. He's. I think he still made the playoffs, but he he just he was rough after that one. Y'all, he was flexing it so hard. He was so happy. He's like, dude, Trent with with Andrew Luck, dude. We're talking about two top three picks here, bro. This they're gonna be great together. Yeah. So, what was Richardson before uh, Derek Henry? Correct. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah way before. That was like I remember. Like he was supposed to be what Henry is. Yeah. Like. Like that um, was Trent, um, although Trent Richardson was supposed to be the all around guy. He was supposed to be catching the ball at the back. He was drafted third overall, bro. Yeah, I, I yeah, know, but he, third, he just third? his yeah. his physical third. makeup was like a bowl, like just like a freaking just absolute brute. Dude, he was, yeah. And yeah. he, he shoot, you know, I talked about this with the NCAA recap with Jordan Loy, our newest member. Whoa, you shout know, out Jordan. Shout out, shout out Jordan Prospect. <laughs> um, but I was, t- you know, we joked about Oklahoma quarterbacks, and then now we're just chatting about Alabama running backs. And I'm like, damn, I'm going through like Eddie Lacy, T.J. Yeldon, Josh Jagos, Trent Richardson, Najee Harris, man. Look, thank you, Derek Henry, for doing something. All these other mofos, man, they, hey, they get I wiped want, out. Kenya Drake, some Brian, I want some Brian Robinson love though. Brian Robinson. I'll give I'll give him some love, but yeah. And I'll be honest, I was I I was down on Brian Robinson. I was calling him a jag before the season, and he's looked <laughs> pretty good through two seasons, uh, through two weeks. I mean, so let's go into our prop picks. Let's wrap this Ooh. thing up, boys. We approach an hour. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll kick mine off real quick. Mine's a little fun. Mine's a fun one. It's gonna be sweaty though. It's gonna be sweaty, <laughs> but I'm excited for Pat Mahomes. Over 16 and a half rushing yards. There you go. Bro, I feel like I just need one random play where no one's open and he just takes it up the middle of the field. What I this is why I think I'm gonna sweat it though. There's a good chance, like we know, there's a good chance that the uh Chiefs are gonna blow the Bears out. And I think they could be kneeling the ball out at the end of the game. And that's gonna be minus one to two rushing yards every time that happens. That's what I'm nervous about. But I also think like through two games. Uh, Pat Mahomes has eclipsed 30 rushing yards in both of the first two games this season. You're giving me a line of 16 and a half for this week. I'm going to take the over. Dude, I, I totally agree with you. I, I like the line. I am one of those betters that I'm scared of betting the whole. Because like you said, he can have 20 yards. Yeah. Knee. It's going to piss knee, me off knee. so much, dude. Ends with 15. You're like, <laughs> what the? F-? He is so um, pissed off. But I'm excited about that prop pick. Um, my prop picks are undefeated on the season, so that's cool. Got that going for me. This guy, um, this guy over here showboating like he's Deion Sanders without shades on, man. 7-1. If the freaking Chargers 
hadn't been Chargers, and I guess that's on me. I should have listened to James about West Coast team going <laughs> to the East Coast, but I was close to an eight no start. I was I was this close. No, nah, no, you're good. No worries. That's a good that's a good L anyway. Shoot. I'll start. Hey, I'll go next. I got Jimmy G under 238 and a half passing yards. Um, I, I like I like the conservative game plan uh, that the, these guys run. Now, of course, I'm not gonna lie, my phone's dead, and I don't know how many yards he passed the per the past two games. But Keep I do know something about about God dang the Steelers defense. If TJ Watt is rushing that mofo, he gonna get down, and he <laughs> he is. Ooh, but yeah, I look I look at this uh, Raiders um, Steelers game as a like like a. Uh, like a 17 to 14 type of game, kind of like last year when it was in Pittsburgh, but a Jimmy G game manager, I don't see him throwing real deep, deep balls. He might get one to Devonte, but other than that, yeah, he, give me, give me the under two thirty-eight and a half. I look at um, Jimmy G getting around maybe like two seventeen to two twenty-two. That that's the range I see. So he was 200 passing yards exactly in week one. Um, oh, shoot. I, yeah, against the Broncos. I hang on, I just navigated the site wrong one sec. Oh, and then the Bills, he oh, he must have had not that number. Uh, he had 185 against the Bills, so he's been under that total both games this year. Yeah, okay, give me the 238. Yeah, I'll take the under. <laughs> All right, I like the pick. I like the pick. It goes with my uh, my primetime Steelers upset pick. I like it. Tyler, bring us home, buddy. Oh, Hailing God. from the great state oh. of Omaha, the school of Ohio State University. Pause. Iowa State. Thank you. Drafted. Omaha is not a state also, but keep going. Drafted in the second round by the New York Jets, number 20. <laughs> Brees Hall will face his toughest match yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, guys, bottom line is <laughs> Brees Hall's a dog. All right, let's just get something straight. It's You're telling me guy. this guy's gonna come out here for a second weekend for a second week in a row and get less than like get four touches? It's not gonna happen. Brees it's Hall happen. is going to be the only reason why this team can survive with Zach Wilson being at center. That's it. Run game. If the run game continues, like looks like what it did against the Cowboys, the Jets are dead in the water. They're dead in the water, bro. And 10 carries, 127 yards, game one against the Buffalo Bills. Just a, a fact for all you listeners. I know you guys heard me talk about this. Bills have not seen Brees Hall because Brees Hall went down before those divisional games started last year. Here's another fact for you. Neither did New England. So give me Brees Hall over 46 and a half rushing yards. Come on, bro. He could do that off of one freaking carry like he did against Buffalo. It's true. That, hey, that, that would that'd be a good start to my Sunday. Just one carry, 48 yards. Like, all right, I know he's going to get at least 80. <laughs> By the way, while we were waiting over here while you were doing yours, I was like frantically trying to see if I could find that background music that when we did when I did that that day, if I could do it, and I could not find it because that, that oh. would have made it way better. <laughs> oh, well, I tried. <laughs> Tyler, man, I'm not going to lie, man. I agree with you. He, Brees Hall easily should have more than four carries, four touches every game. Like, oh. 
if you're already worried about Zach Wilson, just give damn Brees Hall the damn Got ball. Got to try it, man. Hey, give me some more freaking Nicole uh, Hardman, guys. Yeah. Dang, bro. Like, it's, give me some jet sweeps, bro. Got to mix it up. Something. It's called the Jets for a reason, right? Yeah. Well, all righty, boys. So we have our picks locked in. How are y'all feeling about it? Three and one. Book it. He's, you're going three and one. All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to start week four, six and six, man. Book all right. it. All right. James, before we call it a day, I want you to do the same thing. Our new recurring segment on this show. Give me James's four games that we're watching this week. Easily, easily. Man, it's the four games I'm watching because, you know, I got the YouTube NFL Sunday ticket Not last sponsored. week. I enjoyed mm. it. This week, I'm going to enjoy it again. Starting off game one, it's going to be the noon game. It's going to be, obviously, Chargers, Vikings. I want to see points, 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 points. If we got that with Chargers and Dolphins, we could see that with Chargers and Vikings. Give me game number one. Actually, give me surprising pick. Give me game number two. I will go. Patriots versus Jets, only because of two reasons. One, I has been told that the Patriots have beaten the Jets 14 straight times. So can they make it 15? And then number two for that reason, there is a betting history stat that if you throw under 176 yards and you're a plus three, three and a half at home, the spread is 33-4-1. and one. And the Jets fit that criteria. So give me that second reason. That's right. definitely game number two. Of course, Spence, hell no to the any of the afternoon games. We're not watching any of those. <laughs> number three, I'm not hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a shocker. I'm actually I'm gonna watch this Rams Bengals game. Now, of course, it will be split because I will watch my Eagles. But I love hey, we were first doubters of the Rams. Puka mm-hmm. and Puka Nakua, Puka. my boy. Dude, I love it, man. Keyron Williams. Give me, give me the I even I got the Rams plus two. I don't I think Joe Burrow's calf is still straining. Hey, I'm gonna watch that because I want to see the, the Bengals could go 0 and 3. <sighs> man. Oh wow. It's it's true. And and it's uh it's very much on the table, especially if Joe Burrow sits. I, I don't know. I don't even know who their backup is. Some guy like Browning or something like that, or beats me. And then, of course, actually, my fourth game. Now I won't be a homer and say the Eagles. I'm actually gonna go. Give me, give me a bounce back game. Jordan Love, Green Bay, beating on the Saints because they're not marching in to Lambo. <laughs> those are my four games of the week, man. And guess what? Those games I picked, they're gonna be good ones. And don't mistake it. Right on. Tyler, before we get out of here, anything you want to add? Man, I really, really hate it, but we said the bro didn't look healthy, man. We did, did it. not. I will say I, I, I want to add a game here that I'm surprised. I can't even believe that I'm about to say that I'm kind of interested to see it. But with the way that C.J. Stroud played, I'm kind of interested to see what this Texans-Jaguars game looks like, bro. Because as we know, big divisional games always play each other tough. Tough. And I think think the Texans-Jaguars games could be a good... I mean, these morning games, guys, they're, they're pretty good games. Like, there's a lot of good games, I think. 
I think the Jaguars-Texans game is going to be a really interesting one. I, again, I think the Bills-Commanders are going to be interesting. Go ahead, James. One fact that I found out. Trevor Lawrence has never covered the spread as a home favorite. Interesting. So there you go. And last stat, and I don't know what the number is at exactly. I think it's five. Nine and a half. What? No, no, no. I'm saying the Texans have gone into Jacksonville, I think it's five times in a row and won, for what it's worth. Even that trash, one of the worst NFL teams ever assembled team last year went into freaking Jacksonville and won. So we'll see. The NFL is crazy, man. Any given Sunday, weird yes. stuff can happen. The bad teams can win. It's that's it's the NFL, baby. That's why we watch. With so. my home, with my homer out of it, though, the Jets Patriot game, guys, it is always a, a pretty interesting game to watch because something interesting always happens. It just does. That's right. And and it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be a very ugly game at that. And last but not least. Y'all know my my boy Anthony Richardson, and if he if he ends up playing and gets himself, I, I believe we're still waiting to find out on the protocol. Correct? Correct. Yes. He, so, the last they announced that he he was not uh, practicing still. Yeah, they're so still in the he, protocol. If he can come out here, man, I, I like I like the Colts Ravens, bro. I mean, Zay Zay Flowers is 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 a dog, Zay but Flowers is a dog. Man, I'm watching right now. I'm going to ride with my boy Shane. He's doing what I said from the beginning, bro, and I will stand by it as long as Anthony Richardson's healthy and plays at least 13, 14 games. Colts winning that division, boy. Uh, We will see about that. But this has been a great weekly episode of Three Man Rush. Make sure that you are tuned in every single week. Don't know that we'll do this as a live every single week, but love seeing the comments there. Shout out our boy Mikey. Angel and Jordan hanging out in the comments. We appreciate y'all. Hey, man, tune in next week. We'll see how our our picks turn out um, this week. We shall see. Um, Week three is on the way for James, for Tyler. I am Spencer, a.k.a. Mr. Fancy. We will see you next week and enjoy the games.